Yeah. Ready to settle it. Huh. Yeah. Return of the veteran. Back in the face of people I know that I'm better than. Bottom of the class, I know they don't put the effort in. And I'm back on the yard and stomping the hole in your letter, man. Yeah, I remember when. God was just a fans in the seats. Time passed and you still ain't what I managed to be. I'm on fire while I watch the rest fight for a spark. Used to live in the life, but now I'm a thrive in the dark. Blood in your mouth like you don't know what happens. Now you about to feel the fire of the dragon. None of you seem to be quite what I imagine. Ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Lazer, you're driving a Pinto, a driving a Mercedes. Stop with what you're doing. Stop with what you're saying. Sit down and stop with your plane. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the first official episode of Baptized Fire with Brother Martin. And we're here with a vengeance. We're here to light some fires from under people. We're going to light some truths. Try some truth bombs, some pipe bombs, so whatever light bombs, whatever you want to call it, we're going to do it. And the thing is, is that when it came to my inspired show, I was extremely, very 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 nice and i censored myself with a lot of things but you know what the baptized fire just like with the name we're gonna be lighting some fires but you know what we're gonna be passing some wisdom with those fires so tonight the baptized fire started brother martin i'm alongside my brother in christ my brother from another mother father a completely different family johnny podcasting mr john wangler just john in general brother how are you doing tonight my friend I am doing wonderful. Thank you for having me on Baptized Fire. We do so much stuff together all the time. It's nice to do something not wrestling. So looking forward to being on the show. We'll have some fun tonight, buddy. Oh, brother, I'm excited to have you on. And you know what? The first or the first Baptized Fire episode was supposed to be a, a, a supposed to be like the theme of marriage. And like the God honest truth, guys, is that when it comes to like my wife, she's got to be in like a certain a certain mood to uh, 
record and sit down and feel comfortable. And like the God honest truth is with recording recently, she's had a bad taste put in her mouth simply due to the fact that there's some shit that's been going on that she's not too happy about. Things that things that things that aren't too uh, peachy keen. Let's just say that. And you know what? This is the thing is that like with me and John, we're we put family before anything okay god's the one that makes it to where we can have our wife god's the one that makes it to where we can have our kids god's the one to make it where we can have our jobs and this is the thing is that there's a lot of misunderstandings out there there's a lot of horse shit bullshit you name it all kinds of shit going around where people want to run their mouths but yet they want to hide behind computers fake names fake profiles you name it and quite frankly me and john we're the type of individuals, which I don't know if some of you, they you, you've noticed, but I don't publicly comment no more to people running their mouths. That's unless it's on this platform, because guess what? Because if you're going to hear me say something about you, you're going to download it. And that's just the way that, that, that it's going to be. Why should I give away free views by commenting and fighting on Twitter? I'm not good. Do you think I'm that stupid? I'm not. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, this is the one thing that really bugs me. It really, it really, really bugs John is that recently me and John, we've been trying to build up this brand wrestling with reality and we really, really want it to be a success. Okay. But seemingly every single turn at every single pass, we have somebody that wants to run their mouse and they want to try to sabotage it when i think deep down that it's not the fact that you know like they really dislike us but i think it's the fact that they want to jump on board that they want to be a fan but they're too scared to come out they're too scared to be a man they're too scared to say hey that's pretty damn cool so they have to fit in with the crowd because they're because some people they don't have the ability to look into the mirror reflect and look and see that hey if someone doesn't like me for who god made me then fuck them that's their problem that's their loss and you know what there's a bunch of kids yes men that behave like kids that run their mouths when it comes to us because they're so scared to be themselves that they have to or them, they have to prostitute themselves when it comes to their personal beliefs just to fit in with, with, with a group that tries to have something in common just to say, hey, we're friends. We have something in common. And the one thing we have in common is we hate John and we hate Chris. Like the God honest truth, guys, this is the God honest truth. Because of who we are, because of what we're about, you're not going to tear us down. You're not going to stop what's about to happen. And this is the thing that I say constantly. Don't hunt what you can't kill. And with that said, okay, we're going to drop some pipe bombs tonight. And like, we're going to be open. We're going to be honest. And you know what? You guys want to be made famous so fucking badly by us that like we're gonna make you famous tonight okay and you know what there's somebody that has a huge heart on for you john there's somebody that has a crush on you there's somebody that really wants your attention and that really wants you to hug them and kiss them and tell them that it's gonna be okay there's somebody that wants to that wants you to tuck them in at night read them a bedtime story and say you're so special to me and that's Mr. Rob Francois, Rad Rob Francois. And I just want to say this right now before we get into this, Rob, the God honest truth, brother, me and John, 
we personally believe that you are extremely talented. You have great abilities and you've shown that. But the problem that you have is that because you're such a uh, unlikable douchebag with your personality and because you're so hell bent on taking us down, you're being distracted and you're being sidetracked from what you're really meant to do. So my advice to you is stop focusing on what we're doing and, and, and start focusing on what you're doing, because guess what? You're going to torpedo your brand. The more you lose focus and you focus on us, it's that simple. So brother John, take it away, man. So what's going on with this whole rod, uh, rad Rob Francois thing? Oh my Jesus, man! That, that's a loaded question right there. God, this is like the never. This is like the fucking never-ending story, and we're riding on Falcor, man, right now. Like, whoa, this guy. He he's he's like a love scorn, you know, freaking person that just loves you so much, wants all your attention, doesn't get it, and just wants to like that Jane Fonda movie, whatever Bridget Fonda, the point of no return. Like it's kind of like that. Like oh I, just this guy's a creep, dude. It, like, let, let's just be real. The guy is a creep in general. And yeah, this guy has been carrying this on for over a fucking year, like a fucking year of this stuff for this one. Some of these other idiots is like two years now it's been going on. Like, Oh yeah. What what the fuck is going on with people that they spend this much time of their life devoted towards something like this, this hatred and this just poor behavior? And this guy just sits right up at the top of the list of it, man. He he is one two-faced, just morally bankrupt scumbag of the first order, Chris. You know, that's he's morally bankrupt. Oh, brother, and like you're right about this. And you know what? He he cares and he loves us so much that he he sent me he sent me a, a public love letter on Facebook this morning. OK, which like the date that we're recording this, it is on. It, what is it? The 25th, John, or the 27th? It's the 27th. It's the 27th. I'm sorry, because it's past midnight. And and like this uh, love scorn puppy. He's so desperate to get a reaction that he sent me this message. Um, and I'm just so freaking fed up with this because th this is the thing, Rob. A real man would actually, I don't know, go behind closed doors, call the person, work the shit out and not make a scene. But since you want to make a scene and since you want to be a bitch about it, guess what? We're going to make a scene about it. We're going to make you famous, my friend. So. Uh, he said, because long story short, that I uh, that I made a secondary Facebook page because this is the God honest truth. When it comes to like the Facebook page that we just had, like with wrestling with the reality, due to freaking uh, bullshit uh, bullshit trolls that were running their mouths and reporting us that led to the page being shut down. And this is the thing is that my personal page was connected to it. So what I decided to do was for the next page, let's say that we choose to make one was for me to make a backup that way. Let's say that like the secondary gets shut down. So be it. That's not a big deal. And this guy, which keep this in mind, which which I've had this page up for 12 days, 12 days. 
And this guy has been searching for me for 12 fucking days to send this message to me because my post was basically stating that the page got shut down because of copyright bullshit due to uh, trolls and due to the WWE. Okay. And that's the God honest truth. Okay. And so this love scorn little puppy dog, he sent me a love letter saying, let's break that down. Shall we stop using talking text? You sound like someone from South Carolina. This is the thing, dude. When I, type up messages on uh, Facebook. That's not from talking text, you dumbass. And secondly, this is the thing that you got to realize, buddy, the type of people that are down here, you would fit right in with them because like with all due respect, man, like the backwoods inbred, uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to tell, I'm going to hold my tongue. Basically the conservative, ignorant type that, that are sheep that love to follow what the conservative media says basically and, and the people, basically the people that fucking follow donald trump's word when he was in office and the, and the absolute maniacal oh. nature of his presidency these are the people that fucking eat that up and love this guy they put him up on a fucking pedestal because he's what they want to be yes. a shit talking moron that has no fucking common sense whatsoever and has just or morals yeah morals they they want to be as big of a liar as Trump was when he was in office, man, because that's what they are. Fucking liars, bro. So throw that. I had to throw that context in really fast. Oh, you're right. Uh, and and like, uh, Rob, you, you live in Tennessee and you moved for a certain reason. And we're not going to go there to why you ha why you were forced to move. But let's just say that uh, certain people, they couldn't stand to have you within their neighborhood because of certain things that you did because but yet you want to be the moral authority when it comes to me and john give me a fucking break dude uh, second he said johnny made you a business partner ha good luck with that one pal been there done that so john let's go into that with the whole business partner thing with rob how did that go my friend the and look for the actual truth because rob seemingly can't tell it to save his fucking life Geez, the business part of stuff. I had a lot of high hopes with Rob. I mean, Pete, to work with him. You know, I've said this before. Is yeah. I, you know, I think Rob, Rob is a talented guy, and uh, he is. You know, I, I hit it off with Rob really good. We had a lot of fun doing shows, and you know, he needed some help on his shows, and he was doing stuff with uh, wrestling with reality as well. And Rob was really committed to it. He wanted it bad. He was hungry, and you know, when we were starting to do a, a lot of shows, it was a lot of time on me you know and i needed some help and i couldn't have thought of a better person at the time than rob because i thought rob really wanted it he had the talent we always got along really good we were having a lot of fun and then that was one of the biggest mistakes i ever made in my life because it was a snowball effect of what it took away it took away income that was coming in for me it in regards to relationships that rob cost me you know and we'll talk about that in a little bit because it correlates yep. to your note there. So I'm not going to hit on that yet. It cost me, you know, money, business relationships, a black eye, because the idiot was always fighting with somebody on Facebook or uh, Twitter, excuse me, what? you know, Twitter, getting into Twitter beefs. And then I'd always get drug into it, you know, trying to defend him and 
just all that bullshit, man. Cause that's what you do for friends in my book, you know? So yeah. this guy ruined everything with, with all that. He was just a cancer and so many people didn't like working with him. Uh, you know, things that we're going to talk about a little bit once again. And yeah. he was driving people away, like in just droves there, but I still overlook it, bro. And then you just see the ugly personality in him in a short period of time after that. And I just stopped not really liking the guy. Like he became so unlikable and everybody was saying to me, this guy's a cancer. Get rid of him. He's going to cost you everything. He's fucking cancer. All that shit. And I never listened to him. And then he crossed the line one last one time. And that was it for me. It was, I was, that was it when he crossed the line on something and just the way that he was acting, it was enough. Enough was enough with it. And I had to say adios, man. I I think it's time to move on and uh, I wish you the best of luck. And that was it, man. I never fucking argued with him at that point. I was cordial. I I sent his feet over when he wanted it, when, where he wanted it transferred to. I never gave him a hiccup. I never went out and publicly said anything about him till later on after he did. And then he, and then he proceeds to go out there and just completely fucking bury me with Richie. And, you know, of course, cause Richie went along with him at the time and Richie and I fixed all that shortly after that. I'm not Richie is what it is but they did what they did last year you know about a year ago at this time and just went out there and just went on a smear campaign and i never once said said anything about him publicly about not working with him at this point and here he goes just does it man i i couldn't have I, I couldn't have written it better man because i i knew subconsciously he would do he would do something like that but I just thought in my head, you know, the storybook shit, Chris, that somebody's going to be a decent human being, even when you separate. It w- there was nothing that he was going to bring to the table business-wise at that point, and it was time to sever the relationship. And that was that, Chris. It was as simple as that. You know, I had no hard feelings towards him. It just wasn't a good fit anymore. Oh, yeah. And, like, you're right about that. And, like, the funny part about it is that right after that happened, he was – um he he was sending videos out publicly like when it came to something that you said about me that that me and you literally fixed it the very next day and these idiots have this freaking what's this uh, thing uh, like uh, Skype theory. video yeah yeah they have like this theory that you know you're you stabbed me right in the back and this and that this is the thing ladies and gentlemen like with the context of that conversation because yes john was pissed off at me because of what was going on with me and richie okay this is the thing me and richie we got into it because of certain things that richie said on facebook that were not very good for the simple fact that I was not accusing him of a certain thing, but how he spoke made him look a certain way, which I was trying to point that out. And that led to me and Richie having a fallen out and which that I would call John, John, John was hearing it from both sides and John's like, fuck it. Fuck this. I can't take this. So John, that very fucking night was on Skype with uh rob and he said fuck it let's fire chris let's get rid of him that was out of anger and these dipshits seemingly carry this on and on and on because the very next day you called me up you said chris 
before you find out this is what was said which i'm sorry because i'm frustrated like the whole shit uh, like with you and richie and rob's not helping the situation because he's fucking he's prodding it saying yeah go right ahead Uh, let's get rid of chris let's get rid of chris and rob didn't seem to realize that you were speaking out of anger you weren't speaking out of logic and it just it pisses me off to the point to where this idiot he seemingly loves chaos he loves insanity he loves the fact that someone is being held down and someone is is miserable and the thing about it is with what he has within his life i don't know why he's such a, a miserable sad person i just don't get it i don't understand it john i really really don't but as for uh richie like the guy on his truth is that I wish him nothing but the best, regardless of how he feels about me. And I sincerely uh, hope, like, the guy, he gets things figured out, like, with his life. And uh, th- and that's it. I just want nothing but the best for the guy. So, and the, um, and, like, the third thing um, he said was bullshit copyright claim. Apparently, the WWE had had the had an issue with the content we were showing. Yes, brother Martin, the WWE owns the copyright to the footage. It's their content. If you showed a clip there, it is under their fair use. You guys did multiple full length watch alongs with with copywritten content. Just by Johnny saying that's transformative content, and we don't own this footage, doesn't make it okay. Subsection breakdown. Okay. This is the thing. Now, if that's the God honest truth, and if you and if you truly believe that, Rob, then the same should go for those knuckleheads and for you whenever you play our content. When it comes to their audio that is on it, so which one is it? You can't have both. So technically, you're playing the content that's not fair use, correct? or copywritten or whatever. So what's the deal with that? I'm just saying, so does it apply to you or, but not us or what? I don't know. So John, what's your take on that comment? Well, you know, you can break and interpret that law for fair use in a lot of different ways. It's very, it's very vague in certain spots and it, it just, there's many ways you could depict the fair use law. So when it comes, when it comes to that, you know, with the content and the copyright stuff that they mentioned with the WWE is that, they have the legal right, of course, owning the copyright, but we are doing a parody of it. We are doing our own talks, you know, over it, our own, you know, commentary. Yeah, you could hear it or see it or see it, you know, if we don't put the audio on or hear it all, if you, you know, if we do keep the audio on. And we're not claiming we own the rights to it. We're not claiming, you know, that we own that video. But what we are doing is taking something and making an interpretation and a spin on it, transformative content, hence the fair use section on that in the law. But Facebook and other organizations, when they report them, they instantly will flag you, block you, do whatever they got to do, whatever their policies might be when somebody submits that claim. A massive company that drives income and revenue into them, such as the WWE. So when they send that shit, they don't even investigate it. They just go and follow through with their procedures because that's just the whatever for whatever reason that's the way they do it. it's ass backwards you can't you can't fight it you can't do any of those things you have to go to all the lengths to fight it if you can find it it's extremely complicated like yep. to do so 
if you're going to say that we can't do it, how can you go and do it? Like you said, and it, it just, why? Cause it's okay yeah. for you, but not for us because we're not the WWE, a big company or whatever. Like we're not like them. Like that's why it's okay. No, that's not. So yeah. if it's, you're saying we're dumb fucking idiots for doing it. We don't have a right to, then you have a right to touch our shit either and use it to, you know, to, to get stuff you're profiting too for the idiots out there, you're profiting off of something that you don't own and you need in utilizing parts of it. Now you spin it in your own way, whatever you do your own thing with that stuff, but you're, 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 yep. you're borderline breaching shit on the other end of it too. So how is that double-edged sword, man? It, it's, it's a double-edged sword in their mind, but the real reality is it's concrete, man. If you're going to criticize what we do, then you better, then you better damn sure realize that what you're doing is wrong and if you're not going to criticize us for oh. doing it then i guess you have a right to you know so that's my theory right. on that part chris uh brother and like you're right about that and like the thing is is that for these knuckleheads okay like that want to claim that what we're doing is wrong okay think about it from this perspective if that was the case then how come there are hundreds upon hundreds of youtube pages uh facebook pages uh twitter pages that play full length shows and they have not been taken down and that's because they have not been reported so guess what what's that how how can conrad thompson get away with it and we can't when he does it how how's that possible because they stream the stuff too for their shows you'll hear it on the audio on it and i know they put the stuff on patreon i'm sure you know for people to see it and watch it with them if they put it if they put it on the screen there but regardless they're playing stretches of audio content to copyrighted shows so how is that okay for conrad to do it but it's not okay for somebody like us to do it chris well why you know because these that goes back to the whole thing like with these with with these pencil neck geeks okay like the honest truth is it's because it doesn't go with their narrative okay you know like with conrad they're fans of his so that's okay but because they don't like us because they're jealous of us because they can't stand the side of us when in fact i think the god honest truth is that these guys they're fans they really really like us okay and like the funny part about it is that based off of what you've shown me and what i've seen because we both share the access to the views and where they come from it's funny because the majority of the people that talk garbage they're the ones that are viewing it the most they're the ones that are downloading the shit the most and then the funny part about it is that it's hilarious how we went, what, it was four months before we got a copyright strike. So that tells me right there that those scumbags, that they had a massive involvement within that. And I'm just saying that right now because, like I said, if because if the WWE wasn't contacted prior by them, guess what? The WWE, if they sought out that content, then they then they then they would have shut down half of the wrestling YouTube pages. They would have shut down ninety percent of the Facebook wrestling pages because a lot of them play full length shows. So it's horseshit. It's a bullshit excuse by these guys, and they want to use it just to cover up the fact that they have no fucking life and that they just want to go on and on and on. And they have nothing better to do than to try to fuck with our stuff. And the thing about it is that it's sad that Rob got up at eight o'clock this morning, eight o'clock. First thing that popped in his head, it wasn't 
Hey, my wife. Hey, my kid. What's Chris doing? What can I do? You know, let me go find his Facebook page so that I can show him and so that I could prove a point to him because that's what matters the most. Dude, stop focusing on us. Focus on what you need to do to better yourself because guess what? You're just looking like a jackass. Um, okay. Um, and let me say one thing. He to said, that. Let, me, let me say really quick, Chris. Let me that? say one thing to what you just said there and piggyback off of it for a what's second. That? So he sent that at around eight o'clock in the morning on your other account, correct? Yes. Okay. Which so, I did not advertise this account at all. Yeah, you didn't advertise this at all. All right. So you're not putting it out there. This guy woke up first thing in the morning, around eight o'clock in the morning. He's whatever he's doing there. It's early in the morning. This guy right here, 8 a.m. The first thing that this guy's thinking of, and he's probably browser, you know, you're putting your shit in the browser before and all that stuff, Googling your fucking name, trying to find where you're at. He's doing this bright and early in the morning when he fucking gets up, Chris. Can you fucking believe yeah. how creepy and disturbing that that is? Like, I'd be worried a little bit, you know, if I was you there, because by God, man, somebody waking up first thing in the morning, Google searching you, whatever they're doing, looking you up on Facebook, sending that long ass, this long ass comment, man, give me a fucking break. That's creepy and disturbing. So just wanted to throw that in there, Chris. Yeah. And oh, if yeah. you can't see that that's disturbing you're, anybody out there, you're you're delusional. Oh, yeah. And this is the thing is that I had six of my Facebook friends like they messaged me saying, who is this idiot? Because it, it, it makes like the guy honest truth is that they looked up his page. Half of it's blocked because he's in private groups, uh, just like straight up. Even like my uh, buddy Nick, he said to me, dude, this guy, he's a delusional fucking nutbag loser that has no life. Whenever he's searching somebody he has never met, and that's the first thing that pops in his head as soon as he wakes up. Like for me personally, the first thing that pops in my head as soon as, as, soon as I wake up is what are the kids doing? Let me take care and make sure like they're ready for school. Second thing that normally pops in my head, which I'm going to be blunt with you guys, is my wife in the mood. Because you know what? Morning sex is pretty nice. I'll be blunt with you guys. It is. And if she's not in the mood, we normally go back to bed, sit back and relax. Okay? So guess what? Those, that's normally what's on my mind. Uh, and that's normally on days where, where that I'm not working. So this is the thing. Speaking of work. Speaking of work, the amount of time that these stalkers, these trolls, these losers, these fans in disguise put into us, there is no way in hell that the majority of these guys have a full-time job. There is no fucking way. So, John, do you believe that, or do you think that they're doing this while they're sitting on the shitter at work? I think they're probably sitting on the shitter. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think they're probably sitting on the shitter at work and thinking about this, man. And it's funny that people like to sit over there. That's their yeah. new narrative, Chris, that I, I don't work, Chris, and I'm I'm unemployed, you know, and that I was fired from my job. That that was their new one they made up, Chris. Oh. Yeah. Crazy, How the fuck right? Did you get fired? I How would dude, they know? If I got fired, that's news to me, man. I've been with the same company for a long ass time and I love where I work. So I'm just going to leave that right there, man. Like 
I don't know what they're doing during the day and shit, but I'm working, man. Like, because that's what I, that's what we do. So who knows if they got full-time employment, maybe half of them do, I guess. I guess it's as good as mine. I can't imagine they have how to, how much time they free time they have on their hands during the day and during the night to do, be doing this shit. It's pretty crazy. I agree. And, uh, which, which I just want to say, this is what he said towards the end. He said, here's the moral of the story. Educate yourself and realize what's going on around you. Why have so many people left John Blake, all three Jeffs, Bang and Dang, Corey, Eli, Sonny, Dean, Butthole Publishing Desk, his dad. Oh, shit. Oh. I'm Okay. Wrestle, Ramble, etc. The common denominator is Johnny. Think about that. Maybe what all we've been saying is true. Um, uh, I just want to say that three of those people that those numbskulls that the dipshit mentioned, they speak to us on a fairly regular basis, which I'm not going to say who they are because I don't want them to be fucking harassed. But yeah, uh, John, you take that from here because I know the whole him bringing him bringing like his dad into it. That kind of that hits a raw nerve with you. I don't, I don't cross the line. I don't bring up anybody's family. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not bringing up, you know, their personal lives to, you know, and the extent that's going to damage them and harm them like that, you know, or stuff that's not already common knowledge. I don't ever mention any, if I'm mad at them, somebody's family, their friends, I don't ever go and try to fuck with them at their work or, you know, try to get a sponsorship taken away one time, long time ago, never. Oh, again. but that was our fault. Yeah, that was our it's fault. like the most recent thing. Yeah, that's, that's it, that was our fault. Yeah. Trust me, ain't been done in ages, man. And it's because I don't like it done to me and it's a shitty way to do it. So definitely we don't do it that way. So, man, the three people, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, going down the list there. Don't ever mention my fucking family ever. I'll say that right now. Don't ever fucking mention yep. my family in your mouth again, dude, because that's my family and whatever you want to say, you don't know shit about them and they're not, you're, they're not yours. They're my family. Like I'm not doing it to your family. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not doing it to your family. So take that shit and throw that out the door right now because that's extremely crossing a line. But you and your dad, of- hold on you, you and your dad, like we're having dinner just a few nights ago together. But yeah. of course he wants something to do with you. My dad lives up the street from me, for Christ's sakes. This is the funniest thing. My dad lives right up the street from me. You know, I live in the house that I grew up in and I bought off my dad. My dad lives in my grandparents' house that he owned. That's right up the street from me. I talk to my dad two to three times a day. The other night, you called me at at, at nighttime one night. It was about seven o'clock. What was you I outside doing? Catch with him. Yeah, you I was playing, playing catch. catch. With him. Yeah, I was playing catch with my dad. My dad and yeah. I talk to the point of every day we, we talk probably way more times than we should. I play catch with my dad, like almost every night, you know, we are out there doing it. Barbecues are my dad. Like you're going to mention why have so many people left my dad left. Like you want to, my dad was under our network with the reality check as was everybody else. So I'm going to take a few of the names here. You mentioned the guys from the butthole, the butthole show that was only with us for a short time. Very nice guys from Minnesota. Good, good dudes. I hope they're doing well. Uh, again, I'm not going to say I've you know, kept up with them, but they were very nice. They came on for a few months. And then 
when the whole situation spiraled and I said, fuck this shit and doing all these shows with people and I'm burnt out on this. I don't want to do a network anymore. I immediately let the guys at the butthole know. That's why I'm just going to, I'm looking at it here so I can make sure I hit everybody. I let the guys at the butthole know. I let Paul know and I let my dad know. And my dad said to me, he's like, you know what? I think it's a smart idea for you for a while. And I think it's the same for me. He's like, I've done so many shows, hundreds and hundreds of shows. Like, I don't want to talk about any more Trump or negativity. Like I'm going to stop it for, you know, and doing it. And my dad later on down the road, a few months, a few months down the road or something like that, got a little itch, puts out a show once once in a great while now, because he likes doing it once in a while. So my dad and the butthole guys, they were gone, Chris, because we, I just banned the network and Paul too. So let's cross them on the list. Sunny, why Sunny not around? Sunny's not around because she got tired of the bullshit of you people stalking her, the harassment to the show, the drama that you guys bring to it. And that's why Sunny wasn't around. And I don't blame her for that. I, I think the nicest things about Sunny really do. I think she's a wonderful person. Same here. And I, I hope all is great for her, man. So wonder why Sunny's not around. There, there you go, man. Sunny could do very talented, can do anything she wants. No beef with Sunny. Never had a bad word with Sunny. She's the nicest person like out there. Okay, so let that that eliminates her. The Wrestle Ramble, as he called it, which is the Royal Ramble. You guys were coming on the stream to the point of you were interrupting this guy's show week in and week out for like three weeks straight. Literally, Chris. Mm-hmm. You you saw it, oh, yeah. you were on one, you know, or whatever, you saw it after. These guys would come oh, yeah. and sabotage it, talk shit, ruin the guy's show. And I said to him one night after the taping, I said, dude. I don't want to bring any distractions to your show. If you want me to take the Hevo, man, like I'm doing this for fun for you. Because let's be honest, Chris, my audience is way huger. It always has been than that show by leaps and bounds. You know, it's not like I'm gaining a ton of stuff from it. And that's not a knock on them. They do a nice show. They're nice people over there. Nothing but great things, you know, to say about them. But they don't have even remotely the audience. I did it for fun and as a favor to somebody, you know, who asked me to. And I was glad I did for the time because it was nice. But these guys were coming on the show, Chris, and sabotaging it. So I gave John an out. And I said, there you go, man, right there. And then, he, you know, he said the next day to me, I think it's a good idea probably to do it that way because, you know, I don't want, don't want that shit coming to the, to the show, too. And I, that's, I didn't want it for him either. So that was yeah. why the Wrestle Ramble, as he called it, you know, that's not around anymore. You know, real, yeah. real shit on these ones uh, right off the bat, Chris. Real shithead, right? Yeah. Oh, God, man. Like, you're such a prick. Yeah. So let's take some more. Blake um, and Jeff. All right. Why did Blake and Jeff leave? Blake and Jeff left because of him, because Blake and him couldn't stand each other. And Blake and him were beefing and got in an argument. I've talked about it before with them on the show. Blake never hit it that he didn't like him and didn't want to be around him. Rob made it impossible to work with them. And I was always caught in the middle of it because he was fighting with them all that's, you know, with those guys and those guys didn't want to be around it anymore because of Rob and that's fine. They went on and moved about their way. And the funny part was when we restarted things after a short break last year, they were down to come on board. Wanted to, it reached out to me about coming back on board. Jeff had, and I was happy to have him. And then Blake did the turn man and went with Feeney because whatever Feeney offered him to go over there or, just did it to spite me, basically, in my opinion, because I heard he from, did. Uh, yeah, I heard from, you know, I think it was Jeff said it, that the show didn't improve, you know, because they were having a drastic numbers degrees like they lost their audience. So they were really kind of hoping for the reboot with me and stuff like that on it, too. So they reached out to me to talk to me about it, see if I was open. I was very open because I like them. They're nice guys. 
So they left because yeah. of him, which cost me money in the long run every month because I was getting a fee from people every month to help put their stuff out. So that took, as I said earlier, money out of my pocket with them. And they moved about their way. They go with Feeney. That didn't work out at all. Neither of them are even podcasting anymore. So that's the extent of Blake and Jeff. Never had a bad word with Blake in my life. I think Jeff Johnson is the nicest guy in the friggin' world, too. Just another guy that's a sweetheart of a human being. Like, absolutely love Jeff. And talked to him, I think, a few weeks ago, maybe. I think I even talked to him. We'll, we'll communicate through Messenger, you know, usually every few weeks or every month or so. And I always love to hear from him. He's great. So that's eliminated Blake, Jeff Johnson, the Dean, or not, no, we'll get to Dean in a second. Sonny, the butthole, my dad, the Wrestle Ramble. Now he mentions the publisher's desk. So we were working with the publisher's he desk. He was the reason why. Uh, yeah, him and Feeney were, I believe. You know, I I know I know for a fact yeah. that, that Feeney was one of them. So we're working with the publisher's desk. Everything's going great. We're getting nice numbers over there. It's doing great. Well, most everybody was doing nice numbers with the exception of Rob. You know, he was doing like shit. Like, but it, whatever. So we go over there, Malcolm and a nice guy work, had a good working relationship. I was doing some side work for him too. Mm-hmm. They bring us over the publisher's desk, getting ready to transform over. They were transform, uh, you're transferring every, all the services over to this new bigger server. It was supposed to be a big thing for them. We were really bright and hopeful as you remember about the relationship with them. Malcolm was great to work with like good people. It was a big break, you know, and a good break for us. Well, it only lasted a few months because when Rob and Rob leaves and all them, they decide that they just want to go and get me canceled off of everything. So then they go and make up all this bullshit lies, the click farms, the other shit, just the whole kit and caboodle there. And the publisher's desk doesn't want any bad press. They don't want to deal with trolls like that. And they said, you know, it's time to move on. And, uh, we know, we don't want to bring you over to the new server, you know? And I said, I'm because of that, right? Yep absolutely it's not that we think that's what you did we know it isn't but we don't want the the bad pr and press basically you know from these guys they so basically what it was was they were bitches and didn't want to sit over there and say no this is crap man like get the fuck out of here you guys are just losers trying to do it they just didn't want anything to you know to do with any negativity so these idiots negativity ruined something you know that we were doing well at something that was there for us so that's the publisher's desk so now we've covered just about everybody bang and dang just see blake and jeff basically and same same instance there didn't want to deal with rob's bullshit and the drama and what it was doing you know just it was embarrassing and bang out a little business so bang and dang left because of them you know too now, Dang and I had a little spat for a little bit, but we talked a few months back when I was on the show, and no spat. It's over. Dang is a nice dude. Just different personal beliefs on things. Never had a bad word with Drew oh, yeah. at all. You know, and I know this has taken a long time. Never had a bad word with Drew whatsoever. So, bang, dang, Jeff Johnson, Blake, Butthole, Publisher's Desk, my dad, Ramble here, Sonny. Am, am I a bastard right right here for Chris for all this? Is, is this... Am I an awful human being at this point? Oh, man, you're such a scumbag, man. What's wrong with you? Wow. Yeah, I sure am. So let's get to the other two Jeffs, you know, that they mentioned. Two people who are two of my best friends in the world, along with you and and just my best friend, other best friend, Sean. Like, my best friends in the world are Jeff Miller, Jeff Max, and you and my best friend, Sean. You know, too. You guys are my four best friends that I consider in in person, you know, in my life and just in general. Uh, Just... That's yeah. what I consider. So why is Jeff and Jeff not around? 
A Maxon doesn't watch wrestling, hasn't watched in years, wasn't passionate about it. He just did it for fun. And, you know, I was looking to take it to a more serious level. I talked to Jeff almost every single freaking day. He's coming to stay with me this summer when he comes into New York, for Christ's sake. So, yeah, he's coming to, st- you know, to stay here for a week in my spare bedroom in my he house. He hates you. Hates my guts, I'm sure. You know, I was, you know, that that's why he's not around Chris. He hates me, but he's going to be spending time in my house, you know, and coming to specifically yep. see me in New York, Chris. Yeah, bad guy, right? Uh, Jeff Miller, oh, I yeah. talked to every day, you know, multiple times a day. We're going back and forth. Never had a bad word in my life with Jeff either. And that's that on the run that right there. Jeff was always just doing stuff here and there with us. He never had the commitment or the, the willingness or the time to really want to do it on that basis either. He just did it because he's friends. We like him and it was fun to have him on to come on once in a while. So he was, you know, a sporadic member of there. So that's them right there. Once again, faster man I am on these, these ones. The big problems that I have with all these people right here. Now let's go to Corey and Eli to kind of, or let's go to Dean here. You know, first before we close out on Corey and Eli, because um, man, it, it just really, really quick. We have no bad blood like with Dean, no more. We are actually cool with him now. Squashed it, so. it's over. Dean's gonna do what he's gonna do. He's a jokester and he's having fun and he's playing anything. He Dean's a funny guy. I've never heard anything bad he said about me. I know he trashed on us on the shows for the fun in his own mind. He said he never went over the line. I wouldn't even know. Do we have a few crosswords? Yes. Okay. I like Dean. Dean found me and I thought he was funny and I think he's talented. And if Dean does a show with them tomorrow, which I'm sure he will or something in the next couple of weeks, I know Dean's not going to take it to the point of maliciousness. And I've talked to him since. And so have you through messages and stuff. And it's all cool, man. Like whatever, do your thing. I got no beef with Dean, but yeah, once again, Rob and him had a debunk or had a failed. Their relationship was failing. Rob didn't want him around. Dean was doing some back ended shit from what I think he was doing, and he denies it. So either way, it's one. It was one or the other. But I sure thought it. Rob was sick of him and didn't like him, and was mad at him because he'd be drunk on shows and he wasn't doing things. And then when we thought he was doing some shady stuff behind our back, and you know, we pretty much found out in our minds that it was uh, you know him. We that was the last straw. Rob was excited about it. He didn't want him around anymore either. And that was that on on Dean. You know, pretty simple, you know, thing on there. I didn't have a crossword on the way out with Dean. He's he denied it. That's fine. If he didn't do it, then he, he you know, whatever. I want to know who did. But I don't know. It just didn't work out with Dean. But you bring he brings up these last two fucking goofs right here. And that I'm gonna use that word fucking goof. Ooh. For these two, like Tina Kabuki. Yeah, yeah, that's Eli Brazil right there. I'm sure that that I'm pretty positive it's Eli Brazil here. Uh, hold on one second, Chris. Let me get a little aqua oh. here because I've been going on forever. But You're yeah, good, so Corey and Eli. So we I met Eli through the uh, Vampiro show. He was a fan, you know, trying to help him out. He He's a guy that has some mental health issues and different things going on in his life. And he started reaching out to me. And so do I, by the yeah, way. We all do. And I'm not making fun of anybody for having a right. mental health issue here in this context. No. I'm not making fun of that. But he has his own issues, man. A lot of dude, there's a lot of issues with this guy. Like, and I'm not gonna divulge them or anything like that. That's not my business here to divulge that. And it's something I'm not gonna do. But he starts communicating, you know, with me and we strike up a friendship. You know, I, I felt like I helped the guy out a lot and was really nice to him and gave him advice. I'd listened to him vent because I really don't think he had many people to 
or many friends. So we had struck up a friendship. And then when all this shit happened, we kind of came back. Eli was always helpful with graphic here and there. He's a great designer. He does some really nice stuff. And that's just that, man. So his friend Corey introduces me to a guy with a lot of troubles. Wow. This guy is, uh, he, he's something. And Eli was telling me about how Corey basically didn't have a lot of friends. He didn't have any real thing in his life. And he was looking for something, you know, to get him a part of. And he thought he'd be a great fit for the show. And I'm like, yeah, you know, if you recommend him, I respect your opinion. Let's let me, let me, I chatted with him a couple times back and forth. Let's bring him on. And Corey was so excited about it. Wasn't he, Chris? Oh yeah, he was. And like, thing is, is that Corey, he was improving week by week and he was getting better. I will give him that. It's just, uh, it's just, I don't honestly, I don't know what went through his head, but dude, like we were nothing but freaking good to him. Nothing but so. nice, man. We we were bringing him on shows and letting him be a part of the team, you know, having him on. And I got to be re- realistic and honest here, man. Like with, when it came to Corey, Corey was loaded all the time. He was drunk, you know, God knows what else. I eat edibles. Everybody, I make that pretty obvious. I also have a legal prescription card for it. And it's legal in my state too. So I eat edibles. So I'm not saying, you know, and people always hit on me for shit, man, because of my past or whatever it is from years mm-hmm. and years ago, you know, whatever. You're going to be judgmental of something that happened, you know, almost seven years ago, then go right ahead. Do your thing. Yeah. But we get him on the guys fucking bombed on there all the time. Like he doesn't have a job, you know, doesn't, I don't know how he pays his bills or anything, but I know he lives with his dad and helps out because his dad had had some medical issues. Good for him for that. But this guy doesn't work, doesn't do anything out, probably just drinking all fucking day all the time, get himself all fired up. I I wonder how he even affords it, but (laughs) we're getting him on the shows. This guy, I, I think he was just dreadful. It was so bad, man. And I was doing all the editing when he would send me these segments. Now, when somebody's starting off, you want to give them positive encouragement, right? You're not going to sit there and say you're a piece of shit. You know, I'm trying to give them positive encouragement. Tell them, good job, man. I like like it. Good job. Did I really like it? No. Was it the right thing to say to somebody? You know, was it the right thing to say to somebody? You know, if they ask you, you know, do you like it or whatever it is? You can take that from either context. Yeah, it's great to be brutally honest with people, but you also have to look at it too. And that this was my theory behind it. It was a harmless segment for like nine minutes a show, Chris. Like it's harmless. So it wasn't killing the show by putting it on there. It was doing a nice thing for somebody that needed some purpose on stuff and needed something to fulfill in their life. So I was willing to bypass that. And I'm not going to kill somebody and tell them you suck right off the bat. And especially somebody with bad emotional issues and somebody that struggles with depression and mental health stuff. And, you know, I'm not saying anything these guys have never said on a show with me before too, Chris. So I'm not throwing this out there like that for that reason. I agree. They did stuff with and said it, you know, but he's just a train wreck, you know, so we're willing to bypass that a little bit. Keep it on there to be nice, you know, trying to just give positive encouragement because we know he can't handle, you know, the real feedback and truth. And then we bring him on the shows and you'd ask him a question and it would be like this 10 minute long roundabout answer that made no sense. And it was just killing the vibe of the show. Am I right, Chris? Oh yeah. Uh, which that I remember one specifically, where we were talking about, which I think that it was carrying cross going to like the main roster. And then he brought up Ryback. I'm like, 
the fuck does Ryback have to do with anything? It was crazy. It, it was, yeah. it was, it was bizarre with it, you know? So it was taking forever to edit the shows, but did we say, no, you can't do it? Nope. Not at all, man. We didn't say that at all. You know, it wasn't anything like that. So then the get Mike O guys start making fun of him. And then he starts having a meltdown about them making fun of him. And we had explained to him right off the bat, you know, these type of people are who they are. This is what they do. Can you handle that? Because they're probably going to make fun of you and come after you just because you associate with us. Yeah, I can handle. How many times do you think we asked to do that, Chris? Um, we asked them that damn near on like a weekly basis. Yeah. Dude. Once he got once they he found out they're making fun of him. Like, yep. We were always asking him that, man. Are you you know, you got to know that you're going to be part of this. This is what you probably got to expect. Oh. Yeah, oh, no problem. Then- and then on top of that, he would record these long ass diatribes, threatening them, freaking saying, oh, "It was insane." I'm going to hunt you guys down, and I'm going to kill you. It's like, dude, you can be legally prosecuted for this shit. It was beyond scary. And as Chris is here, yeah, okay. no, really good point, Chris, because you literally have like with this guy, like the things he said were borderline fucking crazy. Like threatened, like you said, yeah. threatening people. And I guess he was mess- messaging Mike. And I don't know if he did it to anybody, the other guys, but I know he did it to Mike. And we had told him that's not something, you know, when he was doing that stuff, bro, that was a little over the top. And we never released the show because it ruined oh. the whole show. Like it took away from yeah. everything. It was terrible. And we had our problems with Mike. Okay. We still have our disagreements with them, but we still had enough respect for the guy not to release what was said. So yeah, absolutely. But we're the scumbags. And I didn't want to release it because I didn't want to be associated with that type of filth that he was putting out and saying there, yeah. but you know, we, we didn't use it and it never went out. And there was other shows that were so bad with him on it that we literally couldn't use. There was at least one or two others. I think that we just couldn't even use because it was so dreadfully bad and it would bring down our tempo, you know, on the I show agree. and what me and you have been doing for so long. So we, but we still overlook it, man. We still overlooked it. And then when these guys just hit him and he couldn't take it, this guy just, you know, flips out and was texting me late at night, you know, drunk calling me and texting me multiple times before with it, you know, and he's doing it in the middle of the night and he kept saying, I'm, uh, you know, I appreciate the opportunity. I quit, you know, I can't take this. I didn't, you know, want yeah. okay, okay, no problem, dude. It was an easy out for us. Like when you say yeah. that, no, I changed my mind. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to stick this. it around. Yeah. I want to do this. I want to do this. I said, all right, you got to know that you want to do it now. No, I definitely do. And then it's like the next day or a few days later, whatever, you know, some shit like that. Here he does it again. I can't take it again. I'm done. I quit. And finally, at this point, I said, that's it, man, for me. Fine. Great. No problem, Corey. No worries. Whatever. Works out fine. I'm not going to beg you to come back because I didn't really want you there. I was just trying to help you, man. Like that. That's what it was, Corey. So if you want to get hot at that, like we were still going to let you do it. You, you tell me multiple times you don't want to fucking do it and you keep bouncing back and forth. Eventually I'm going to say fine. And then when you try to change your mind again, adios, man, it's too much now. Like, I don't want to deal with that. Then you can't handle it. So yep. adios. And sorry, no hard feelings, but adios, but I just couldn't take it. I stopped responding at that point after I already said that, you know, and then I guess he got hot and all bothered by that. And then Eli starts in here. who's his best friend in real life, supposedly. And sends me these nasty and crazy messages, man, because I didn't go out and publicly defend him and Corey, who these guys made fun of on a show. They did a whole show devoted to making fun of Eli and Corey. Like 
and but God, they're like, kissing their ass right now. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, that's the funny part here. The irony of the whole thing. So these guys make fun of these guys and do a show. And because I I don't go to bat and fight for somebody else that has their own mind, you know, and can say and stand up for themselves. Like yeah. if they ask me and say, I need your help to come to me, I'll always have your back and, and, and be there. But I'm not going to fight your battles unless you know, I thought there's no way that you can do it or it's going to be harmful to you. You're a grown up. You fight your own battles on that stuff. You knew what you were signing up for. Yeah. So he gets mad at me for that, like, because we don't defend him. He's not getting mad at the fact that these guys probably said, and I never heard the episode, but it was like an hour long of them trashing these guys, Corey and Eli. So you're not mad at the people who just trash you for an hour, but you're mad at the person that's just not getting involved with this part. Like that's craziness right there, Chris. And then sending me these messages and calling me a piece of shit and all these things and just sending these oh. crazy, nutty fucking messages, like just oh, yeah. trying to try then started coming on streams and trashing me and doing all these things. And then he aligns with these idiots, you know, and Corey goes on their show and starts talking shit. And we're the worst people in the world then. And then Eli's aligned with the people that just clowned him and his best friend. You know, now he's their best buddy and all this shit. And then this idiot won't even makes this shit up. He's saying, I saw somebody sent me a message on Chris that I hit his wife up on Facebook and gave her a friend request and was commenting on, uh, you know, one of her posts, you know, or they said, uh, a member from the wrestling with reality team. Like what the fuck? So all these nutty fucking messages I'm getting because we're not defending him, Chris, like, and we're not fighting his battles. And then I'm the ultimate piece of shit then because I didn't go in and fight with these guys. And then it ends up the funniest part about it is these guys go and do a show. Corey does. And Eli makes friends with these people that just made fun of them and trashed them that they were so angry and upset about but they're going to side with them then. And then I'm the piece of shit, Chris. And it's my fault because of that. Oh, it's funny because their band like was sending me messages saying, when are you going to get rid of Corey? Because he's bringing the show quality down. He sucks. He's terrible, but no, he he's friends with the guy. Yeah. Or, you know, what they did was they used that Corey guy, I'm sure, for one show just to get an episode out of him to trash me. And they realized he's just a clicking, a ticking time bomb, I'm sure. And Lord knows what he said on there because the guy's absolutely a lunatic. But it it is what it is, man. Who knows what he said on that show? But then Eli just shows what a creep this guy is, man. Like this guy's going on the ramble and talking shit about me. This guy would pop on our stream on Facebook and start being an asshole and talking shit. He'd write these books to people like in messages about me and other things and trashing on me to people on through Facebook. And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, this guy got creepy, man, like real fast for somebody because we didn't defend him and fight and fight his battles for him. Like, are you serious? And then he's saying that a member from the wrestling with reality team, which he's insinuating it's me, you know, contacted his wife, Chris on Facebook and he's not even married. Yeah, he, yeah. On Facebook friend requested his wife and commented on one of her posts insinuating that I, you know, from the wrestling with reality team that I did it, bro. I, a, you're not married that she's your girlfriend. And then, you know, let's go for B is that I don't even know her name. I don't even know who the fuck she is. I've never even seen her. 
I think she popped on for 10 seconds on an episode when I did with him for my one show before that the one time he came on a show, which apparently I didn't bleep her name out or something. And he got mad at me for that. I don't fucking know. It's craziness, you know, Mm -hmm. like, but we're contacting her on Facebook. This guy's such a lion douche, literally like just such a lion douche. And then starts messaging big Mike and telling big Mike, don't get involved with these guys talking shit. And then, Big Mike blocks him. He then Eli decides to send me a message, you know, about once again, you know, you cost me a real another relationship with somebody because he blocked me and because I said it. And I was like, no, dude, you're talking shit. Yeah, you're talking shit all the time. And then, dude, it's insane. It's insanity with this guy. This guy's absolutely fucking delusional and out there. Like, but out of all these people that we just named down on the list, cause I know we're going long here and you know, we'll, we'll okay. get to a couple more points here, but yeah. out of all these people, what the fuck did I do to any of them personally? Nothing. So take that bullshit narrative there. And to make a long yeah. story even longer is go stick it up your ass, man, because it's, it's a complete bullshit narrative that you make because you're all a bunch of idiots and want to sit over there and have something to do because you got no other purpose in your life. So yeah, take that narrative and go spin it somewhere else because you're a liar and you I agree. are bullshit. And then the cherry on top of this shit Sunday, like with uh, with fucking Eli, uh, he's sending you emails as Tina Kabuki. OK, he's pretending to be a talent agent and saying no, that no. he has. And then he wasn't the ta- he wasn't the talent agent one, Chris. That's not the talent. Oh, one. That's another guy. Yeah. That was Chris Rodriguez, right? Yeah, that's Chris Rodriguez right there. Okay, okay, there you go. Saying that he's a talent agent and this and that. Give me a fucking break. Anyways, and then Tina Kabuki, uh, fucking um, Eli, is saying that you need to be a better husband, you need to be a better father, and you owe it to Chris to help him with his drug addiction. This is the thing, which I've said it a thousand times over, that I've been sober for three fucking years, you idiots, okay? Which, yes, I am a former pillhead a former drug addict i'm open i'm honest about it but i have spinal stenosis and degenerative disc disease and i started taking pills to help deal with my pain and then it led to a severe addiction so guess what that led to me having severe a severe addiction to percocets and then it got to the point to where that i asked for help by going to a thing called pain management which they piss test me every 30 days walmart piss test me every 90 days believe me if i was the junkie that you guys claim then i would not have a job or be able to go to the doctor and the only medication that i am on it's called suboxone that's to help me cope with my cravings and that's to help with my pain and the purpose of suboxone even if I, I, let's say that yours truly was uh, was taking drugs on the side, which I'm not. That medicine would block the receptors to my brain for the medicine to even kick in, you fucking morons. That's the purpose of Suboxone. And these idiots keep going on and on and on. And if you guys actually gave a fuck, you would personally message me. You wouldn't constantly be bugging John about it. So I'm sorry. I just had to say that I'm fucking tired of it. I'm so fed up with it. And these dipshits, you you guys wanted to be you guys wanted the attention. And, and guess what? You you're gonna get it. 
you got it. You're going to get it good. So, like, the thing is, is that especially with the main attraction, which is Mr. Rob. Rob, I'm going to say this to you right now, brother. We honestly, deep down, we don't hate you. We don't. We honestly pity you. We feel sorry for you. And we ultimately want nothing but the best for you. We want nothing but the best for your family. But we want you to get your head out of your ass, be a real man, step up, talk to us, man to man, and work shit out that way. Stop trying to make a scene. Stop trying to make a show of it because you're not getting the attention that you want elsewhere. Dude, it's sad, it's pathetic, and it's fucking downright disgusting. Dude, be a man. Talk well, to us directly. Well, don't forget, too, man. Somebody's giving phone numbers out here and uh, people are sending bullshit messages because, you know, and said that Rob gave them our phone number. You know, Rob gave me this phone number. They're, you're radi- they're, they're, a radical guy gave it to me. Of course, it rap Rob. Fucking OK. You know, so he's giving our phone number out and he's fucking trolls are contacting us and sending us messages and yeah. shit. And then I go straight to the horse's mouth when you do something like that and you cross the line with this, like this guy did. And this was last week. Yeah. I think it was or the week before, um, you know, a week or so ago, yeah. a week and a half, whatever. But I go straight to the horse's mouth. I pick up the phone. I call the motherfucker. And of course, I don't get through. So I call back again another no. time. Of course, I don't get through because I guarantee you he's a bitch and fucking over there and blocked me on his phone number because he thought I'd call him, which I never would. Unless I had to sit over there and have a pressing discussion with somebody, uh, I would never, you know, cross that line. If I'm going to have a pressing matter with you, I'm going to call you and have a decent conversation with you. So, of course, you can't get him on the phone. So I write him an email and I said, the fuck, man, you're giving people my phone number now. This guy's telling me you gave me my phone number, you know. And uh, boy, he, he, he had some choice words about them, you know, and he denied it vehemently that it wasn't him. And that he was so busy, you know, so he's so busy. He wouldn't even have the time with that. And that it's really us that are the ones that always talk about him because we'll mention him for 10 or 15 seconds a show, you know, and clown a joke and then leave it at that. And I never even want to talk about the guy. We devote maybe one minute a week to him. One minute. Yeah. Yeah. A minute 30 being generous. Yeah, just, and this just go shit. look at their Twitter timelines. Like, for God's sakes, man, if you want to see people that talk about somebody, dude, you're sick. And a lot of you people, especially him, their Twitter timelines are like devoted to this shit. And you know, they got secret threads with people that do this shit all day, too. It's sickening. Dude. I, know. I know. And then on top of that, okay, if you want proof of somebody that you talk to that you're not a fan of, that you were nice to, if Durban was open and honest when it came to our last conversation, he would say that you were actually a gentleman to him because you were, and you could have tore his fucking head off when yeah. it came to that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that to somebody unless it's warranted, you know, and I'm going to try to have a civil conversation first with somebody. So of course he can't have that. Now he denies it, says he's so busy. So I say, you know what? I'll take your word for that. Then if that's the case, if you're saying you didn't do it, I'm going to take your word for it. Good luck to you. Good luck to your family. Hope all the best for you. Because that's I'm not going to sit over there and have a pissing contest back and forth. Now, reality is, I guarantee you that he did do it because he's a hateful and spiteful and just completely nutty person. And that's I know he did, you know, but he's saying it in. So, hey, it is what it is. But either either way, somebody's doing that. Somebody creates fake profiles and tries to send messages to me pretending you're a girl and striking up a conversation. You think I'm fucking dumb. 
Like this is the investment in time that these people take like to go do this. So he's the ringleader of the stuff, but he denies it so much, man. I got the biggest like news flash for this guy that I want to say what that stuff is. You should see what these people say about you behind your back because I've seen the messages and I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to give the person's name out who sent them to me, but I've seen the messages they've sent it to me. These people think Rob, that you are the most cringy fucking goof in the world. Like they think you and yeah, this is like their words, man. Like they think that you and Chris Karam are the absolute creepiest, weirdest fucking stalkers to that stuff too. And that every time they see something with get my go, this is specifically mentioned like this, that every time they see something related to get my go, that they always got to jump into the conversation and pipe right in. And that's what they really think about you. Like they think you're a fucking cringy goof. They use you for comedic relief. I'm sure for their own little jokes to get a person that's equally as hateful as they are. And they use you, dude. Like they don't like you, man. They think you're a fucking goof. You're going to hear me compliment Mike Durban right here. He's smart enough to know who the weak links are. And he's smart enough to know how to use them. Uh, Like you said with uh, Mike. Okay. Like with get my go, he's Howard Stern and the rest of the crew is the rat pack. Yeah. So, that's, so, that's his so Durban, brother Durban, we give you credit for that, man. You are very smart, like within that aspect, you know, but like, and these, besides Joe and Husey, which, which they're not stupid when it comes to not knowing what's going on, but the rest of these guys, they're completely uh, oblivious to the fact they're being used. So I just don't understand it. They they don't like you, bro. They think you're a cringy goof. In fact, all the problems started with your beef with them. And of course, I'm not going back into all that stuff for the nine millionth time. Like that shit's pretty much well apparent out there. They disliked you the most and they just used you because it was good. It was good for their little narrative and for their own life there. And they realized that you're a person that has no fucking friends in real life. You have nothing. You probably don't have anybody to talk to. And they realized that you will crave that attention because you get none of it. And you're just comedic relief for them, man, to get a, to get a fucking uh, little bit of content out of from you because they know they can play you like a puppet. And that's what they do. And that's what they think about you, man. And that's the, that's the truth. I've seen the fucking things. And it's it's been thrown out there. I got to say about those other guys, too, man. I think it's funny to sit over there. They say the click farms and all that. Uh, you know, the inside source told us that Husey goes up and makes full accounts up under all different emails and goes under all the get my go stuff goes under keeping it 100 on the YouTube. And he has conversations with himself under all of these phony accounts. Doesn't Durban get pissed off at Husey because of this? Yeah. That's what was told to us that he gets extremely angry at him about that. Like that he, that he does that man, because he wants it, I'm sure to be authentic. And what he's doing there is going completely against the narrative of what he's always said about me is that, it, at that point, when you're doing that, you're literally, you know, criticizing somebody else, saying and accusing them of doing something, and you're yep. doing it on your own right there. So that that cat's out of the bag right there on those guys because yep. it ain't it ain't all hunky fucking dory between all of them all the time. We knew they eventually start eating each other, and uh, I guarantee you they'll do it slowly and wean wean them away one by one. It, it, it's pretty it's pretty going to be pretty fun to watch. But I mean, seriously, like, look at these guys' timelines, like Rob. 
on their Twitter thing. It's just incessant, bro. It's, it's crazy. It's fucking point of no return. Like Bridget fucking Fonda shit, man. It's nuts. I agree. I agree. And like the thing is, is that with the click farm thing, that narrative has been blown all to shit because guess what? You can look at, you looked at our Facebook numbers. There's no way in fuck that we had a click farm because of the numbers we were putting out. Jesus, it's just jealousy, man. And it's people when they see they can't get rid of you after they've tried so many times, they've tried, they've done everything they could do. And here they are, you're still going and they still are obsessed. And they're in this we, is, this is we their left life. them alone. We left them alone and we did our own thing like with Facebook and they just couldn't fucking let it be. They could. We cut, we cut one show one time on that stuff went on Facebook. That was it. We never did it again. Little things here and there say whatever. One show that was cut, man. These guys do it over and over every day of the week, talking shit, cutting shows, doing it. It's insane, man. It's like get a fucking clue in your what with what your is in your life here. We love to talk about wrestling, and people got such a problem with that. We're sitting over here late at night doing it because we have to, be, you know, make sure our commitments are lined up first. Family first, work, God, all that stuff. Those are most important yeah. things for us. We do it yeah. late because we have a passion for it. We love doing it together. We're, we're great friends and we have fun doing it. You guys are doing it to get some relevancy in your head, man. And you're sitting over there and every time me and you get me and Chris, tr you try to get us booted from somewhere, ruin every little bit of momentum that we have because you see that we're succeeding and it again. And you got to sit over there and just criticize and send messages to us, send messages to sponsors, send messages to fucking companies we're working with. Taking the time like Rob did to go email, you know, or Facebook friend request and probably go re reach wow. out to people, a guest that was on our show who's an independent wrestler, like, to, like you see on his friends list, it's right on there. That's creepy shit, man that I agree. somebody would go to that level to go do that. That is borderline uh, a men mental freaking health issue right there. That that's insane, Chris. Like, oh, you, oh my Lord, it's weird. And believe me, brother, yours truly knows about mental health issues and I'm open and I'm honest about it. And dude, it, it, and the thing that drives me nuts with these guys, like the majority of them, they're very talented they're very blessed with very many gifts, but they're not going to be able to fulfill those gifts that they're given because they're so focused and they're so hell bent on hatred. And guess what? You ain't going to have no one to blame but yourself. Whenever you fall short, uh, 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 you fall short when it comes to your goals. Mm -hmm. That's your fault. You can't blame us. And the thing is, is that whether you guys accept it or not, we're going to succeed no matter what. And that's just the truth, okay? We were nice enough to give you some attention tonight, some relevancy. This is probably going to give you guys a few extra views and downloads. You're welcome because we're good like that. So, like, you know what? By all means, check out Rad Rob's uh, Rad Turtles Wrestling Podcast. Check that out. Check out Get My Go, ladies and gentlemen. There and you go. Get, and give them the attention that they're so desperately wanting because guess what they're not getting it anywhere else so you guys you're welcome for yeah. the extra views you're welcome you guys want to call us cocky you want to call us you want to call us arrogant because we're proud of the fans that we have you damn right we are and we're going to celebrate that fact get over it 
We love our fans because we recognize they're the ones that brought us to the dance, and we're not going to, uh, uh, for, we're not going to deviate from that fact. So, just saying, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, before we go tonight, John, because like we're going on, like we're going on a tad bit long. Do you have anything to say before we go, my friend? Yeah, I mean, just seriously, get a life like with this stuff, people like, come on, this is fucking podcasting here. And this is the stuff that you take so seriously in life. Just get a life on it, fellas. You know, anybody out there that don't believe in half of what you hear, 90% of what they say, and just move on with your life. You got to have something better than this shit because it's pretty sad and pathetic. But you've tried so many times to kill it, man, and it's just not going to happen. So just realize we're always expanding. We're always, you know, taking something and we take challenges that are put in front of us and we're going to make it work. And you know what? You're not going to get rid of us. So where do we go from here, Chris? I think is the best way to say it. Where do we go from here? We're not on Facebook anymore, Chris, because our pages got you know temporarily taken out. Where do we go from here? Because we're getting emails from people. Where are you? Where did you go? You know, Inquiring minds think they want to know what we're doing, Chris. And uh, okay, well, you know what I'm thinking, brother, because this is the thing is back in the day, Elvis, he did a thing where he had uh, T-shirts made. He had uh, buttons made saying, I hate Elvis. Okay, and people that hated him still bought it. And what do you know? Elvis still made money off of it. So yeah. I'm thinking maybe we could do something similar to that, which I'm not going to be ruining the the whole kit and caboodle. But by God, I think we're going to go nothing. We're going to do nothing but go up because that's where we're meant to be, because that's where we're destined to be. Because, you know what, we're not going to let let a small group of fucking shit stains that circle jerk each other be the ones that define our destiny and define the legacy that we're going to leave behind for for being the for being like the diehard wrestling fans that we are for being the retro renegades for being the premier source for pro wrestling retro content on the world wide web let's be honest here we just don't want to conquer facebook we want to conquer the whole fucking internet so you know what brother um where can they find us next? Because apparently they think they got rid of us. Well, no, that that shit sure didn't happen. And uh, let's just say the best is yet to come. As I said, it's one of my comments to people because we got some great stuff that's coming up for you. And that's already been done. And uh, it's just pushed us to do something we were going to do anyways and to do a little farther, or a little, little faster than what we wanted to do. And uh, I'm fine with that because I think it's going to be fun doing it this way so the the inquiring minds think they want to know where is that where do they what are they doing here it's just on baptized fire well go over to uh go over to wrestling with realities podcast on june 1st they'll strike it uh right at the clock strikes of midnight here on the east coast chris and on wrestling with reality you can find out exactly where we go next chris and what happens next uh, so you can get that info, but you got to tune in. It's going to be the Superstars edition, uh, the Seven Eleven Superstars edition of, and that's where it's going to be told on Chris because we've already taped that episode and that stuff. So you guys can go hear it on that episode. So if you want to figure out what's next, go head on over there. And you know the sad part about it is that with the next step that like we're taking, these guys they have shot themselves within the foot. And they're pretty much they're going to cannibalize themselves and they're going to freaking basically 
they're going to shrink their content down so small that they're not going to have a show no more. So I'm sorry, guys. You kind of did it to yourself. Well, let's wait and see because you can find out tomorrow exactly what it's going to be. All right. All right. So that's all for me, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen. All right, brother. And like the thing is, is that John, man, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. And you know what? With Baptized Fire, with the first episode out, with this being the first episode, we wanted to have a bang with it. Like we want it to be something that will go down for the uh, history books. And you know what? These guys, they're going to eat this shit up. And how many, this is a prediction, a guesstimate. How many shows do you think Get My Go is going to dedicate to this? Five. They might get, I'm sorry there. Uh, They might get a, about a a, a nine part mini series on this shit, bro. Like, okay. Dude, this could be enough for them to jerk off for for the next like six or seven weeks. Like this could be like the level of like Roots or the Civil War show from Glory from back in the day or something like that. Like the big fucking mini series for these dudes. This could be that mini series yeah. show, Chris. That's I'm just saying here. But that's I my thoughts it. on that, Chris. 